texting. Life without air conditioning is just wrong. Yeah. So I have the fan off, but if people walk by the window or we hear cars, sorry about it. Sorry about it, yo. Can't help it. So hot. Um, there's gonna be noise because there are kittens running in the living room right now. Kittens. I'm very excited. Um. Let's see. I was gonna tell you something else. Oh. Um. First of all, yes, we definitely should watch Friends and How I Met Your Mother in French, because it was real <laughs> fun. Yeah. Yeah, like it was, I could pick out some words, it was very cool. Um, and second, uh, I'm obsessed with this YouTube guy named Brad Mondo. Do you know of him? Never heard of him. So he's a hairstylist, and so then he finds people's YouTube videos where they've tried to do their hair themselves and usually, like, completely ruin it. And then he, like, talks about it. And now, now I want to put a streak of blue in my hair. Oh. I've decided. <laughs> okay, well, um, you have dark red hair. I think it can be done. How? I think with the right color blue, we can be done. And bleach? No, no bleach. Just over and see what happens. Okay, I'm into it. Yeah, I think we're going to try. it. I think we Why should do not? one of my under curls, like just one of my funky curls and make it blue and see what happens. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so, how have you been since we last talked? Um, I'm fine. Good. Bradley's not into cat, kittens, so there might be some hissing. Has she officially decided she doesn't love them, or it's still just getting to there? No, we're still in transition. But, like, now they're in the living room instead of just locked in the kitchen. Okay. And Bradley is running away from them. Oh. She did, however, like, get real close to one and sniff the end of his tail and then, like, nibble the end of his tail. I think that's a but good sign. But then he flinched and she hissed. Oh. So, that's cool. It'll take a while, but they'll get they'll get um, used to each other. Yeah. Um, do you enjoy all the baby pictures that I send you? I do enjoy the baby pictures. Isn't it Just great? Want to eat her little everything. She's eight weeks today. Mm-hmm. She's precious. Um. So, our very favorite listener, Kata. I mean, mm -hmm. sorry about everybody else. We're not trying to play favorites, except she is. Except she is. Um, she reminded us that we might need to continue watching Cougar Town and do a second one because yeah. there is an episode with Matthew Perry. Yeah, she said that to me, and I was like, well, why didn't we start with that? But right. also... We need to do the pilot. The yeah. Um, but we had some fun messages from people. Um, one of our listeners... I don't know this person's real name. They are also in Norway, which is kind of cool. Um, their Instagram uh, name is Blue Belsa. Anyway, uh, they said, you know, they send their condolences. But then also, I really loved Cougar Town and was so sad when it ended. By the way, I can't wait for that Chevney show and Scrubs following you guys all the way. <laughs> Thanks. 
Um, yeah, so, yeah, Cougar Town was fun. We'll definitely have to watch more of it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I see a kitten. Have we decided on names yet? No, but we're closer. Okay. We're closer. I think we're, I think we're about ready to pull the plug. Okay. We're not going to have... Well... Daddy's got to come home and spend a little bit of time with them to see if the names we like match their personalities, which I think they do. But we're not going with friends' names. No. You're the worst. We never were. I know. I always (laughs) think it would be really funny. Although one of them would have to be a girl, because then you'd have to be Chandler's Chandler's a girl. girl. Chandler's a girl. (laughs) No, I am going to name something Chandler that's a girl. Yeah. Just so I could say that. But look at him with cute little face. He doesn't look very happy to be being held up to the camera right now, Kathleen. He looks rather traumatized. He's fine. Look at his face. Oh, so cute. Want to see his brother? Sure. Do they look exactly the same? Well, no. Okay, I was going to say, how are you ever going to tell them apart? Because him's got extra thumbs. (gasps) He does have extra thumbs. He's got extra beans. Toe beans. Bradley, you want to come up here? She's giving me a look. Oh, she's so mad at you. I can just, Mm -hmm. I can bet. Mm -hmm. Wow. Like, why the hell do you keep touching them? Yeah. That's funny. So, we are so excited. We're back with a full episode tonight. Like, fully doing our, our two shows. And I am very excited for the How I Met Your Mother episode of, of well, I mean, not that I dislike the Friends one. I'm just saying I'm very excited for this How I Met Your Mother episode because it's it's right up my alley. I have trouble with the Friends episode, but... Yeah. I mean, it just is what it is. Yeah, it gives me the feels. All yeah. right. Well, yeah. before we get started on that, is there any other fun updates you have? Miss Kathleen? Um, I mean, not really. It's just kind of been business as usual, working and doing projects around the house and getting on and getting on. Cool. Oh, hey, let me turn this volume <gasps> off. You better silence that phone. Sorry. How dare you? How dare you? I, um, you know, I've just been working good good all right yeah well shall we pause oh, real did quick I ever so tell you can everybody get... that i've decided to did i tell everybody that i decided to go full curly girl method and i have not straightened my bangs in like two weeks you have not i feel like once we can figure something out we need to do updated photos for our social media yeah. because my hair is super short and I am and mine is super long yeah and I am like well no my hair from my picture was super short oh yeah yeah, 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 yeah. that that first picture last year when I got back and also I have lost some weight so maybe we could take updated pictures and show people yeah. the changes um show people oh. that Julie's on the market yeah maybe not uh I know what I was going to tell you there's a new David Schwimmer show there is? Yeah. So it's a Peacock original called Intelligence. Now here's the problem. And for our 
listeners, this might be something to watch out for. We will not be able to stream Peacock through Amazon Fire Sticks or Roku. NBC and Roku and Amazon couldn't come to an agreement. So you can, if you have a TV that you can cast to, you can have the Peacock app on your phone and like cast your TV. We don't have... I have access to like an NBC app, it's but not I, the same. I mean, I don't it's... have cable or anything, so right. I wouldn't have login. Right. So we're going to have to look into Peacock because I know that there's going to be some shows on there that I definitely want to watch. I'm not paying for any more shit. Oh, I probably will just because it's NBC stuff. Like I'll probably buy it for my mom just because that's her, you know, that's her channel. She watches the majority yeah. of her stuff on. But I wanted to let everyone know that he is going to be on a new show. So once we can figure out how to watch it, and it says start watching for free. So there's going to be some free content and some content that you have to pay for. But here's the um, the description. At the UK's geeky, labyrinthine government communications headquarters, a maverick American NSA agent enlists the help of a junior systems analyst in a workplace power grab that threatens to disrupt the team's cybersecurity directives. And the picture, and it's like the old-fashioned poster of like a movie, the tagline is, National Security is no joke. So it's a comedy. It's it's expected, it's a comedy, and there's already six episodes on peacock that you can start streaming interesting so we might have to figure out if they give you like a week or two for free we'll have to watch this first one yeah yeah i mean i'd be into at least checking it out but i don't know i know i'm not paying for anything i'll tell you that i know so many so many things at this point it's like almost having cable because you're paying for so many you're streaming paying. yeah yeah for sure so we watched Hamilton again. Oh, yeah? Because Allison hadn't seen it and Joey hadn't seen it. And Joey likes musicals. So they both liked it. And Joey is out there right now watching The Patriot. So here's the thing. I say, I'm say i now saying this to everybody because I don't know why I didn't think of it before. So I watched Hamilton. Or maybe because I'd already been listening to the soundtrack so much. I can't remember now. But The Patriot is on like Netflix or Hulu and it you know just popped up one day like do you want to watch this and I've watched it probably a hundred times and I put it on it's a totally different movie if you have the reference of Hamilton in the back of your head there are so many crossover references it's insane you mean because they're both based on historical accounts well yes and no but I mean you real shut up when you're watching The Patriot, you're like, oh, these things are happening, and there's the joke about the tea in the harbor, and they blow up the ship, and then, but yeah. he stands on a, it's either on a porch, or they're in a town hall meeting, and somebody's like, we need to fight with them, and because the character that Mel Gibson's playing is trying to kind of be like an abolitionist, because he was in the, the Indian War, and, you know, things went badly, so he yeah. says, well, Lee is an idiot. Well, Charles Lee, General Charles Lee, is a character in Hamilton, and and he, he retreats during a battle and people get killed. And so it was just more kind of like, I even said it to Joey just now. I'm like, think about Hamilton in the back of your head. You're, you're, you're calling them characters. 
Well, I mean characters in that we don't know that that's really what they said, right? Like, we can't. Like, it's a historical okay. fiction. It's still historical okay. fiction. That's that's true. Right. It's based on okay. real people, but it's fictionalized because, like, Hamilton itself is the most accurate. I've, I've heard from people who actually did read Ron Chernow's biography, and I own it, but it's, like, 800 pages, and said that it's the most accurate to, like, a book of an adaptation that they've seen. But still, okay. there, well, right. and there are so many things that are happening right now that we did not learn from both the American Revolution or the Civil War. Like, we are stupid in this country, and we do not learn okay. from our I past. No, we don't. We really don't, and it's really upsetting. Okay. We're not, we're not good at these things. No, it's bad. We're stupid. All right. Are you... Hold on. I feel like I'm getting some weird interference okay is it my air conditioner yep okay hold on i don't know that most people will be able to hear it i can just see it on the track is it still happening yeah just a little bit Okay, then it's not the air conditioner. Ow. Yeah, it might be something outside my window. We're just going to have to go with it. So just speak okay. loudly. Uh, I don't know if I can speak loudly. Try. Um, anyway, so let me pull my notes. Okay. I, I did have them up and then we were out talking, so then I went somewhere else. Okay. So, this episode opens with Chandler coming into the girls' apartment. The, almost everybody from the gang is sitting at the table except uh, Joey, who is next door at the boys' apartment, and Chandler, who just came in. And Chandler is only wearing his bathrobe. Not upset by it. I mean, it's not, it's not the best bathrobe, but whatever. That's not what we're here to discuss. What I want to know is why... On any given morning, there's multiple people at the girls' apartment. I I understand that we've talked about this, and none of them have jobs or boundaries, but dear God, who's feeding these people? Apparently Monica, because she's always the hostess. Yeah. Um, Anyway, the reason that Chandler comes over in his bathrobe is not for breakfast. It's because he saw Kathy naked, and he says, you know, it's bad enough that I'm in love with my roommate's girlfriend but you know at least before I saw her naked I could pretend that she was covered in boils and now I can't she's she's smooth or blemish free or something like that and um Phoebe then Chandler storms back out and Phoebe goes could everybody totally see up his robe right it I mean you know you come in flashing your bits and pieces and it's not all the way tied and that's what happens yep what happens uh so then we flash to the coffee shop and Chandler's just walking in Joey's up at the counter and he's talking to a cute girl and Chandler thinks that Joey broke up with Kathy but he didn't he's gonna have a late dinner with Kathy and an early dinner with Casey and he says that he just ate a pizza by himself so all of this is really, really impressive. 
He's curvy I, and he likes it. You know, he's a big eater mm-hmm. and that's okay. He's pulling it off. So Chandler is a little bit upset by it. Well, he's a lot upset by this and he's a little bit indignant. And then Joey's not picking up on the fact that Chandler's pissed because he's dating more than just Kathy. And Joey, um, Chandler says something along the lines of, I'm angry for you. How, how awful is it that you have to have an endless supply of beautiful women? Right. Which even he's like, just a few episodes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and a few episodes ago, they, Rachel had said something about how so-and-so was just dating Ross because she was trying to get the biggest geek and Joey was like, oh, we should do that, but we should see who can get the prettiest girl. And Chandler goes, yeah, that's called life. So right here we are playing the same song. Um, Chandler tries to get Joey to break up with Kathy since she isn't fulfilling his emotional needs. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's not an emotional need. Yeah. Not a physical one. Well, mostly physical. Um, Casey might fulfill his emotional needs, but he's not really, sh- Chandler's not really sure because he only saw the back of her head, but he's fairly confident that she's funny and smart and totally into <laughs> Joey. <laughs> All right. Um, and then Chandler tells Joey to pick a lane. And Joey goes, who's Elaine? Which, even though I haven't seen it, made me really think of Seinfeld. Right. Like, I haven't seen a lot of Seinfeld, but, like... And it's all that same time period in New York. So. Yeah. Who's to say? Then we're back at the girls' apartment, and Phoebe is playing guitar, trying to transition a song. And Ross offers... And Phoebe asks how he knows about that. And he says, well, you know, I, I used to play. I really found my sound in college. And Monica almost spits out her juice. She's, like, about to lose her shit. And they're sitting on the couch playing some card game. And um, Monica says, oh, yeah, he used to lock himself in the basement. Or maybe he says that. Anyway, he used to lock himself in the basement and play for hours and no one was ever allowed to go down there and hear his sound which that's that's fine um the girls pester him into playing and he leaves to go get his keyboard rachel comes in asking about dinner and she says oh there's this new italian place i really want to go and she looks at monica and says there were you know it's good because there was there were a lot of chinese people there (laughs) monica's like what? What is? What are you even saying? And she goes, "Yeah, you remember that one time the we walked by a restaurant and you said it must be good, and there were a lot of Chinese people there." And re, and Monica goes, "Yeah, it was a Chinese restaurant." Yeah. Anyway, nobody can go or nobody wants to go, and um, they. Oh no, Joey's at. So Joey's sitting at the kitchen table, and he's like, "Well, I can't go. I have two dinner dates." And he gets up with his sandwich in his hand, and walks out to go get ready. Which, by the way, I made. I made the best sandwich the other day. What it did was, it have on it? Okay, so first, I made 
I'm having a weird hair moment. You are. Now stop it. I can see you playing with your hair. Um, I made cream cheese ranch spread because mayonnaise is disgusting. I know. And I fried up some bacon. Okay. And I picked a lettuce from the garden. Okay. And I also piled on some pepper turkey and salami. Nice. No tomato? Wait, when? No. No tomato? Never. Oh, sad. Not unless it's tomato soup or ketchup. Oh. Gross. Joey ordered me a BLTA croissant from Red Robin, so after this I get to eat that. Oh, that's so sweet. Yeah. Well, he asked me what I wanted, and that's what I said. Okay. You can eat it now if you want. Um, Anyway, so... uh, Rachel wishes she could go alone to the restaurant, but she's, she would feel like she's on display. And Phoebe goes, I've actually been on display once and it's not the same. (laughs) So, all right. Then we flash forward and Chandler and Ross are also at the girl's apartment. So it's gotta be like later that night because Ross brings his keyboard and he's getting ready to play for them. He takes a deep breath and hits a note. And then he goes into this long speech about, you know, how he spent a lot of time perfecting his craft and nobody's ever heard his music before. He hits another note and then he says, it's a, it's about communicating private emotions. And then he says, just think of it as wordless sound poems. <laughs> what the hell is that? I don't know. I mean, how is that not just the definition of music? Sorry, the neighbors are being very loud right now. Okay. Oh, I can't hear anything. Hopefully they stop so you can open your window again. Um, So it starts, he starts playing, but essentially it's just a bunch of sound, like noise tracks. And we start with the first one and it sounds like what could be a 1940s jazzy bass line. And then there's dogs barking and jackhammers and like weird spacey sounds, a doorbell, and it ends in ex- ends in an explosion. Which why not? I had a friend with a keyboard like this that had all that fun stuff, and we we definitely played with this, but we were in the fifth grade. Right, not college. Create perfecting your sound. Yeah. Everybody is speechless. Everybody is speechless. Monica says, oh, that was terrific. Chandler calls it bitchin'. And Phoebe says, so wow. Rachel, who I think is still being a little bit catty because she's Rachel and he's Ross, Mm -hmm. she encourages him to go play in public. And he says, oh my gosh, I have to go. I left the disc with my helicopter sounds at home. So he's like going to go get this other disc, Mm -hmm. which... I didn't know you could plug discs or put discs into keyboards. I think he's talking about a floppy disk. Right, but I didn't know the keyboard didn't know. floppy disk either. I don't know. Um, Monica says, God bless my dad for soundproofing the basement. And Rachel says, I can't believe I ever let him touch me with those fingers. <laughs> I mean, it's terrible, but it's not like, it's not... I hate you and everything you ever stood for, terrible. I mean, right. it's not that. He didn't, like, kill a puppy. Yet. Well. Um, 
It makes me think, though, of, like, really long finger, like, you know when people have really long fingers? Mm-hmm. It makes me think of that. Okay, stop. You gave me the willies. <laughs> um, Phoebe loved it. Mm-hmm. And, but of course she did. Course it's she so did. different from the stuff you usually hear. And Chandler goes, you mean music? <laughs> so then we're in the boys' apartment, and Chandler's in the canoe watching Baywatch with the chick and the duck. And... He, Chandler reassures the chick that he knows what he's thinking, and yes, her breasts are just as firm and juicy. So gross. It's terrible. Um, Kathy knocks on the door and comes in and asks if he's watching Baywatch, and he says, yeah, but I only watch it for the articles. Mm-hmm. <laughs> liar, liar. He does turn it off, though. Um, and we find out that Joey's not home because he is finishing his date with Casey. Mm-hmm. Well, the phone rings and Chandler answers it and it's Joey. And he says, Hey, we're having car trouble. I've got to walk and get transmission fluid. But in the back of my mind, if you need to get transmission fluid, aren't you already totally fucked? Like, is it your car already fucked? If you have to get transmission fluid? Probably, but I don't know enough about cars. Well, Maybe not if you just need to add some, but, like, if your engine seized because you don't have enough right. transmission fluid, yeah. you're, you're fucked. Yeah. Um, he asks Joey to tell... No, he asks Chandler to tell Kathy that he's running late, but he'll be there as soon as he can. And he, Chandler's like, why can't you tell her? And Joey says, well, I only have one quarter, and I might run out of time. And then it's dead air. And it's a really bad joke, like, oh, yeah, you ran out of quarter time, then not really because Chandler says Joey and he responds. Yeah. So whatever. Um, Chandler invites Kathy to sit in the canoe and he there. Wait a minute. Did I skip? Oh, I did. I totally skipped the part about, Oh, before Joey calls it's, I'm only bringing it up because it was a funny joke. Um, Chandler offers Kathy like, Hey, do you want to sit down? But the only thing is, is the canoe. So he says, uh, Bauer Stern, and Kathy doesn't have a preference, and Chandler goes, I like it in the stern. Of the boat? Of the boat. <laughs> um, anyway, for so, those non-nautical people, the bow is the front, the stern is the back, correct? Correct. And then there's starboard, and there's... Port? Yeah, left and right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But not... Okay. It's not it's not left and You know what I mean. Anyway, I know what you mean. Anyway, they're sitting in the canoe and having an awkward conversation and she offers to cut his hair because he's like, "Oh, you know, I was going to get a haircut." And she says it looks great, but he didn't. So she offers. And I'm thinking to myself like, "Why is this not weird? Why are they not like how how is this normal?" behavior like if I was I don't know I haven't been single in a long time but if I was single and I was just hanging out with somebody I don't think I would offer to cut their hair I offered to cut Joey's the other night and he went and got it done but I was like get the clippers I can do it but Allison probably would have been in the room with me that's also like your best friend's husband that you're semi 
living with to help with baby things. Like, it's not just a, like, it's not a friend's boyfriend. Yeah. And we're not 22 or 6. But I've also hung out with Trevor when you haven't been there. Not very much, but I have. Right. But yeah, you're right. But, I've known you guys for like seven years now, so. Yeah. Do you okay. know, it's like, it's, yeah. yeah. I agree. And you've known us as a couple versus like yeah. Chandler or Joey and Kathy who are just, I don't know. I it, It's it's weird to me, but I've also never been in that situation. And I would never also offer to cut anybody's hair, so I guess there's that. Yeah. Um. She finishes up with like a scalp massage, which right. is my favorite part of a massage. Yep. Actually, all of massage is my favorite. And then, you know, he starts to like relax and he realizes that Kathy's the one doing it. So he says, you know what? I, I think that's good. And she he says, okay, I'm just going to get this hair off your neck, starts to wipe it and then does some blowing on his neck. Oh, yeah. On your neck. He looks like he's in pain. He's so, like, yeah, he's in pain. They they make an almost kissing thing happen, Mm -hmm. and the phone rings that stops them, and it's Joey again. And he went to put the transmission fluid in, but the transmission fell out. (laughs) So if he wasn't fucked before, he's He's definitely fucked now. Yep. (laughs) He thought he had a dog. I know. Like, he's just why? so nonchalant. He's like, well, I thought we had a dog. That's why not funny, Joe. Right? Um, he, Kathy gets on the phone, and she's like, you know, don't worry about it. Whatever. He basically cancels on her, and she's like, oh, you know, I'll talk to you tomorrow. And she says she should go, grabs her coat, walks out the door. And you see Chandler kind of, like, think about following her, but doesn't. She knocks again and says she forgot her purse. And this time they do kiss. And she goes, no, no, I really did forget my purse. And so she grabs it. This is, they talk about how bad this is because, you know, Joey is Chandler's best friend. And and she's like, what are we supposed to do? And swallow our feelings forever. And she's like, can we really do that? And Chandler is a million percent for this plan because Joey is his best friend. He, you know, I'm not, I can't do this to him but um Kathy says something along the lines of you know Joey's great but it's different with you and he and Chandler's like no you can't say that now I'm starting to yearn which is a very Chandler (laughs) word right Uh, so uh Chandler says they have to pretend nothing happened and she leaves again this time Chandler kind of leans up against the door and he says are you still there and she goes no he opens the door and there's more kisses mm-hmm. like a lot more kisses mm-hmm. then we're in the coffee house ross is on stage with his synthesizer keyboard and he is playing and it is terrible mm-hmm. it's so bad in fact monica suggests that they go to starbucks which I could never see them in a Starbucks. No, and I feel like it was like, I didn't catch it at the time, probably watching it originally, but I feel like it was maybe the first time I ever heard of Starbucks. Do you know what I mean? Because we didn't have them in Bend. They were still probably more in Seattle than anything. 
I mean, by the time I watched it in high school, I knew what Starbucks was because yeah. that was our go-to hangout place. So, yes and no. Yeah. But when it aired, probably still pretty low-key. Yeah. Um, Phoebe is in love with Ross's music, and he's up there playing, and there's another explosion at the end. And somebody asked Phoebe if she's up next up next and she's like yeah not happening I can't follow that it was so good and Rachel comments that the coffee house is emptied out because of him Phoebe is so happy for Ross because he's not appreciated in his own time Mm -hmm. I want to not be appreciated in my own time Monica and Rachel share a look and Monica says okay Phoebe you suck too and they're being honest because phoebe's music is very particular yeah and she thinks they're saying that to make her feel better because in like backwards land if you're not appreciated when you're alive what makes you a better success after you're something like that I mean it's the same thing with artists too like or you know visual artists um anyway we jump back to the boys apartment and the chain is on when Joey gets home the next morning Chandler lets him into a fully furnished apartment Mm -hmm. and it's because he wanted to feel good by doing something nice for his friend so a million percent Mm self-serving which I mean, yes, they needed furniture, including Chandler, but, like, doing something nice for somebody else to make yourself feel better is not doing something nice. Right. I mean, it is. It It is. But, like, the greatest acts of kindness are not to make yourself feel good, even though every time I do one, it makes me feel good. Yeah. But that's not, like, the reason that I go out and do it. Anyway. <coughs> Excuse me. He's doing it because he feels guilty, which... Yeah. We know, but Joey doesn't. Um, Joey is just, like, blown away. He's like, you know, you're the best friend that I could ever have. You do all this. You give me great advice. I'm going to try that one-woman thing with Kathy. And Chandler keeps pushing for Casey, and Joey thinks he has a crush and wants to set them up, which is, like, so beyond awkward that I would definitely love to see that right double date um we're back at the coffee shop phoebe and ross are on the couch and he thinks she doesn't want to play anymore because of him and she admits that that's true because she feels dwarfed by his musical gift he says no but my music was meant to inspire so i'll stop playing if that means that you can't if you will go back to it And this is seriously one of the weirdest conversations. Right. Because Ross is absolutely terrible at music. And Phoebe says catchy things, but she's not really good at music. And all of her songs have the same tune. Right. So who's losing if they both stop playing music? Nobody. (laughs) (laughs) Later, Ross is on the couch. I'm sorry. Rachel's on the I abbreviate Mm. when I'm, like, typing. Mm -hmm. And... I at first I was just doing R for either one of them and then I was getting myself confused so now I do R-O and 
R-A. Nice. Except I read it wrong. Anyway, Rachel's on the couch with a guy, and she blows the guy off for a Sunday date, and Monica's like, what are you doing? He's awesome. He's a doctor. I eavesdrop because I care. And she thinks Rachel doesn't have any plans on Sunday, and but Rachel really does. She has plans with herself. And all I can think of is self-care Sunday. Oh, yeah. That's like good. The um, and she says, it wouldn't be fair to me to cancel on myself, which is absolutely true. Right. Absolutely. Um, Chandler comes in, and somebody says, oh, Joey has the best boyfriend ever. Look yeah, at all. Yeah. You're so good. You got all this new furniture. And Chandler freaks out, tells everybody that he kissed Kathy, and says, you know, Joey's going to understand, right? Like, it's going to be fine. And they all confirm that there's no way Joey will understand. And if he would have just said something before taking action, Joey would have probably stepped aside because that's just the kind of dude that he is. Like, all right, this is cool and fun, but if you think you have real feelings, I'm going to get out of the way. Yeah. And really, truly, that is the way that Joey is. So they tell me he has to say something to Joey, and he says, yeah, I know, and he looks, like, sad, and, I mean, because he is. Yeah. Ross leans over and says, can I write a song about this? Sick <sighs> move. Ross is such a dill hole sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um... We see Rachel at a restaurant by herself, and you hear her inner monologue, and she says, you know, I think I want to see other people. And then she says, wow, I didn't see that coming. Because <laughs> she's talking to herself, which is really funny. And in walks Hot Doctor, who says that he, she's like, you know what, I, I, I think I'm free on Sunday. And he says, yeah, but now I have plans. I wish you would have called me sooner or whatever. And we hear his inner dialogue, and he calls her a freak who eats alone. And he's like, yeah, we're never going to get together. So, I mean, that didn't help me in my early 20s, because I thought that that's what dudes really did think. If you were eating by yourself, you were just a loser? Yeah. I know. I've, I've only done it a couple of times, but I will say this. I treated myself to... The Cape Cobb salad and a book in the bar at McGrath's more than once. Yeah. I love that salad and I loved how quiet it was in there and I did I went to dinner by myself. Yep. So it can be done, ladies. It can be done. It can be done. So we're back at the boys' apartment. Chandler comes in and Joey offers him a Sambuca margarita. Okay, go. I did just see Allison's pictures that she posted. I know. Ugh, I want to eat her little baby face. I know. Um, Chandler says he needs to tell Joey something, and it's about Kathy. And, oh, by the way, I really like her. I, you know, she's super great. Whatever. And Joey says, well, that's pretty great timing because she just broke up with me. And I thought she was acting, so I let people watch. <laughs> That's the worst uh, part. I know. And then he's like, you know, man, if if you really like her, I think you should go for it. And I, I'm totally fine with this because you came to me first. 
but you might have your work cut out for you because I think like, when we were talking, it sounded like she was into some other dude. And Chandler was like, well, yeah, that, that other guy's me. When you were late last night, I kissed her. I mean, he kind of pussyfooted around it a little bit, but mm-hmm. when you come down to brass, that's what it was. Um, Joey goes, that's worse. And Chandler says, how is that worse? Well, I don't know, but it's the same. I think, and Chandler goes, I think I'm in love with her. And Joey goes, who cares? Because he went from like being encouraging because his friend was being like honest and honorable. And then now he's like, fuck you. Yeah. This is also the guy who kisses Joey's sister and can't remember which one. That's so true. I'm just saying, Joey's a dog, but not a dog. Yeah, that's true. Joey points. He, you know, and then they're talking about how Chandler crossed a line, and Joey goes, The line is a dot to you. <laughs> <laughs> You're so far over the line, it's a dot. Yeah. Joey realizes that Chandler bought the furniture out of pity, and he's like, I'm not, I'm not sitting on any of this. I'm not, it's all tainted with betrayal. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, I'm not even going to eat that cinnamon raisin bread in the bread maker because you're just the worst. And I made that bread for you because I thought you were being like a best friend and now you're not. Um, then we pop in and Ross is on stage and he finally hears how bad his music is. Rachel goes, rats in the basement are hanging themselves. And again, it ends with an explosion. That's like his signature thing. Mm-hmm. So, all right. That's fine. I'm not, I'm, I'm judging pretty harshly, but yeah, whatever. Um, he comes off stage and one of the girls says oh I think you or no they're sitting on the couch and they say oh he's lost it he gets off he gets off stage and he comes and he's like yeah I I totally lost it and he asks Phoebe if he'll if she'll finish his set and um, she goes after that yeah I mean at, at first she was like you know earlier in the episode she's like yeah I can't follow him but now she's like Yep, totally, I got this. And she finishes the set with her music. And I'm just going to say that even though Ross's music was terrible, and I'm glad that we never have to experience it again, it was a really sweet move because he threw the set. Yeah. Like, I don't know what changed because it all sounded the same to me, but apparently it was worse, and he did it intentionally. So, and what's funny is he goes, yeah, I was playing, I was playing badly on purpose. And, uh, Rachel goes, oh, the whole time. And he goes, no, just that once. And the girl's like, like, oh, okay. Oh, okay. But I think it's really sweet. And so, you know, he gets points for that, Mm -hmm. even though he's terrible. And that is the end of the episode. I do like the episode, um... Well, I take that back. This is a really hard episode to like. Yeah. Because obviously we don't like seeing any of them do what mm-hmm. Chandler does. We're, we're between, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think it just enforces the fact that Chandler, like, 
just has very poor communication skills because I think yeah. if he knew Joey as well as he thinks he does, if he said to him, hey, you know, I'm hanging out with you and Kathy and I'm kind of developing like a crush on her. It would have been different. Yeah. It would have been totally different. Yeah. Communication, folks. Communication. It is important. Yeah. Um, let's take a quick break. I'm not Good really call. talking to you. I'm talking. Oh, I mean, talking to you, not them. But let's yeah. let's pause. Okay, so we are finally at how I met your mother. Not a Father's Day, and I have to tell you, I want either a not a mother. Oh, hold on. <coughs> Excuse me. Sorry. I want either not a Mother's Day to be a real thing, or. I'm going to need someone to institute Aunt and Uncle Day. There is that. There is? When is it? Um. I know there's Grandparents Day. I know there's, like, whatever. I've never heard of Aunt Day. Sunday, July 26th. <gasps> it's coming up. And I'll still be here. <gasps> Yay. You didn't know that that was a thing? I really didn't. So. I really didn't. We Okay, I mean, that's fine. I'm okay. not judging. Yay. I mean, I kind of was judging a little bit. Shut it. So, <laughs> we open with the gang at McLaren's, and Barney is unhappy with the single girl selection, and everybody points to the back booth, and it's full of girls, and they're like, there's some cuties back there, and he's like, no, you're seeing the cheerleader effect, which means that when a group of women are together, they all seem hotter than when they're on their own. And so then we see them pan uh, through these women, and we're talking, like, bad teeth, bad skin, moles in unfortunate places. And then we get to the last one, and it's basically female Marshall. Because it is female Marshall. It is Marshall. But Marshall at the bar goes, well, that last one is cute. And Lily goes, yeah, she is. So, you know, I get that. Very, very much into her yeah. partner. So, um, but Barney says that this happens often. It's also known as the bridesmaids paradox. I missed the other one, but also the Spice Girls conspiracy. And he says, scary spice indeed. Yeah. <laughs> I think all of the Spice Girls were attractive. There wasn't a one that well, I was like. Did you ever see them alone? Maybe Barney's right. <laughs> That's okay. actually not true because Victoria Beckham is hot. Victoria Beckham is really hot. I even think I think Jerry Hollowell on her own is very attractive. I uh -huh. yeah, I think they're all very attractive. Um, but so they're sitting down at the table and Barney's phone rings and he's like, "Oh yeah, okay, good, great, thanks." And you know he's like gets off the phone and he looks at everybody and he's like, "Oh, I'm gonna be a dad." And like, and he's just so calm as you are you are yeah um so hold on oh that was the wrong message to you by the way that was just meant for my mom oh sorry okay i, I have a group chat with fine. you and then i have my message with my mom and she asked me to order something okay um that's funny so he says that it's some girl and she still needs to go to the doctor. And Lily's like, well, maybe she's not. And he's like, no, my swimmers are basically Michael Phelps. And if they get past, they're going for the gold. Getting past, yep. And so Barney, yeah, Barney storms off. 
So we see um, some backstory that Marshall and Lily, now that they're married and they're, you know, like 30s or approaching that, they start seeing babies everywhere. And so there's, you know, a single baby in a stroller and then it's two. So it could be twins or, you know, older sibling kind of thing. And then there's a three one. And then all of a sudden there's somebody going by with a baby strapped to their chest and like a golden retriever next to them and puppies behind them. And they're like, oh, come on. Yeah. So their new neighbor has a baby and the neighbor brought him over and Marshall thinks that he's super cute and he's got this tiny cute little sock and they're talking. And he is super cute. He is super cute. He's got a ton of hair too for a little baby, like so much hair. Um, yeah. So, but Lily says, you know, if they're even going to think about it, Marshall has to stop working so many hours because he's never home. And Lily's trying to be like, well, what if we did this? And Marshall's like, but sock. And Lily's like, yeah, but then I'd be the one just watching the baby. But sock. And I will tell you this, baby feet. Valid point. Oh, baby feet. Uh-huh. <laughs> they're and just, everything that they wear is so small. It's so cute. They're just, have that. Mm. but I did get thrown up on today. So, I mean, there are certain moments that are not so cute. So. Wait till you get a massive pooper. Oh no, we had that yesterday and um, it went out, not two days ago. It went outside of her diaper on both legs and up her back and up her stomach. But we managed to still catch it before it left her onesie. So it didn't get us okay. but it got it started saturating through the clothes and that's when we realized what was happening i think she hadn't gone the day before and so we had like a double um and you pulled the onesie down right i don't remember it wasn't a well either way it, it snapped enough that we could get it off of her without oh no we had to take her in and actually hose her off there was so no. much poo oh i know about so, that i know they roll down okay yeah yeah um probably gonna go lock these guys up in the kitchen because they're scratching my furniture okay i'll pause it real quick okay thanks so um but willie um they like jokingly they're like yeah let's let's think about it let's do it and marshall like kind of jumps on her and she's like oh you mean right now but they can't because Robin is currently living with them right so she's unemployed after moving back from japan she gave up her place because she went to Japan and she is basically the cross between a terrible roommate and a huge child. And she sits down with a tub of ice cream and proceeds to pour a beer in it, which is kind of gross. Real beer floats are a thing. I know, but no, thank you. Um, so Lily asks her to, uh, crash at Ted's because she's going to make a big dinner for Marshall and they just want some time alone. And then we see Barney at a church. <laughs> which Super weird on its own. It really is. And I feel like this, I can't remember if we've seen this yet, but the joke about him going to a church and not bursting into flame. Um, but he's basically asking the big guy upstairs for a favor. He says, I know we don't talk a lot, but a lot of women scream out your name when they're with me. So, you know, there you go. And if this woman is not pregnant, he will, you know, and he starts saying like whatever. And all of a sudden his phone rings. Turns out she's not pregnant. And so he leaves. He's like, never mind, you know. And he dances down the sidewalk. And he proclaims it not a Father's Day. Is it, like, super musical-y to you? Like, he's 
I mean, it is. It's super musically, but... Oh, it's like, totally singing in the rain. Like, yeah. 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 Um, so then, but then Marshall... Okay, so Marshall finds out that he has to work on his big night with Lily. There is like a conference call with a Japanese client and he got the time mixed up. And so they have to stay super late at the office. So he, because it's breakfast. He said, I thought it was a breakfast meeting. Right. Yeah, breakfast in China. Yeah. So yeah. Breakfast overseas. Not the same. So Lily. Is it his boss, the dad from, um, the, the Wonder, Wonder Years? Years? Yeah. So I just funny. want to make sure I was right. I think his name is Dan Laurie. Yeah. Um, yeah. So Lily has Ted and Robin come over because she needs them to help with a big decision. And she finally admits that it's to have a baby or not. So right. Robin's first con is Marshall's melon head and fitting that through the birth canal, which I don't disagree about. <laughs> Not disagreeing. I have dated... But they don't start out that big. Still, if, if like, if you've seen your they significant... Don't start out that big. If you've seen your significant other's baby pictures and their head makes them look like an orange on a toothpick, worry about your vag, okay? No, don't, because it's designed to do that. Okay, anyway. Um... I saw one picture of Mike as a baby and I was like, nope, because I know my head was too big for the birth canal. And that's why my mom had an emergency C-section when we both almost mm -hmm. died. So, okay. <laughs> so we find out that when the neighbor came over with little baby Jeremy, she was talking to Lily while Marshall was holding the baby and she was having an entire meltdown on Lily about how she never gets oh, to yeah. talk to adults, about the only time she does talk to her husband is to say, it's your turn to change him, make him stop crying, like, give me some peace. And the woman's like, oh, but wait, you know, I love him so much. And we see her go over and like, hi, baby. And Marshall's like, oh, she loves this baby and sock. And so Lily's yeah. pouring herself a glass of wine and she's like, so I need you guys to help me with this. You know, Marshall is never home and this would fall on me. So Ted, I want you to be pro and Rob and I want you to be con, which is Which is perfect. their role anyway. Oh, yeah. And so they joke that Ted is already a dad. He tells bad jokes. He gives them lectures when they break something and he's a complete dork at restaurants the worst at restaurants yeah well and when they broke whatever it was he says i'm not mad i'm just disappointed right which is a super dad thing to say and also makes you feel pretty bad um super worked they just yelled right and so then back at the office barney comes in with his not a father's day merch and they've got like t-shirts and they've got hats and they've got a card the card has a really inappropriate drawing of what looks to be an asian hooker um so then back at the apartment, though, Lily keeps drink, drink, drinking, excuse me, I have not been drinking, and yeah, I have. we're talking, so we hear about Robin, so Robin is scared of babies, she actually thinks they bite, and she hates this certain talking baby commercial. She like puts, puts her, her hand, hand yeah, for a baby dog. to sniff her. Um, and this Which is, is not a baby, that's definitely a toddler that has teeth. Right, so, it's true. Yeah, Milo is biting a little bit right now, so, you know, we're watching that. Um, this reminds me, though, Chandler, there's a joke with buying toilet paper because the little 
girl on the packaging scares him or something. Like Monica's like, why, why does the little girl scare you? Um, so Robin says that she, that Lily needs to wait and work on project Lily before project baby. You know, she needs to figure out what kind of job she really wants or, you know, something like there was something else she was going to work on. And then all of a sudden the sock wins and Ted makes a dad joke about like a sock out punch or something. And they realize that Lily's no longer there. The door is open and she has escaped. Well, and then they look at the bottle and Ted says, did, did you have any of this? And Robin confirms that she did not have any. Yeah. So Lily drank an entire bottle of red wine, which not judging, been there, done that. But it knocks you on your ass when you're little like Lily. Yeah, she little. So back at Marshall's office, we see his boss come by and he's like five minutes until the big meeting and Marshall goes in his office to get something and there is Lily on his desk drunk in lingerie and very cute lingerie. Yeah. It's yeah. super cute. That's super like, cute. Hey, look, I've got a nightgown on. Yeah. It's not even like I'm trying to be sexy. But it is like it's a nice black bra and then the pink like baby doll. Oh, it's very, it's very cool. Um, mm-hmm. So Ted and Robin go out searching and they're like arguing in the cab. Um, and we hear Robin say why kids uh, are terrible and they like make messes. And then we see Lily pulling all the files out of Marshall's file cabinets. And she says, and you know, they always have to have a bottle and we see Lily drinking out of a bottle of wine, but they always cry and Marshall takes away the bottle and Lily starts crying and so he gives it back and she goes and then they spit up everywhere or something and she goes and throws up in the trash can and Robin says you know they get into the bar and they're like hey it's normal to not want kids like it doesn't make her a complete freak and it really doesn't like we've obviously had this conversation on the podcast you and I have had it in person I made a conscious decision even when I was with significant others to do what was necessary in order to make, like make sure that a pregnancy was planned. Like any, like, so no surprises, no whatevers. And then also a conscious decision where I don't want to have kids. I find them fun. I love my nephew. Zoe's great. Other people's kids. I've, I've been a nanny before and it's super whatever, but like, I feel like I know myself enough to to realize that I don't think I would be very good at it. Other people yeah. have disagreed with me, and that's their opinion, and that's perfectly fine. And I actually appreciate it when people are like, "I think you would be a great mom." Yeah, but you see me doing you see me doing the things where I'm like super caring for Milo, or I'm doing something with Zoe, or I'm caring for one of you guys. It's in the moments of also, stress. Yeah, I would like, not. It's very short lived. Yeah, I. Um, Allison didn't feel good overnight and came and needed to get me. And so I was awake from like two thirty to almost three thirty this morning and I woke up feeling like I was going to die. And that was yeah. one night. Allison's been doing this for two months. Uh-huh. <laughs> so. Other people have been doing it for know, years. Right. And I'm not d- downing Allison at all. Yeah, highly commend her. But like people 
do this for years. Yeah, it's not fun, guys. Like, I'm, it's just not, yeah, it's just not for me. So when they get to the bar, though, Barney is doing a an initiation for Not a Father's Day. Like, he's, like, basically sprinkling. Baptizing somebody. <laughs> yeah, sprinkling things. And I have to imagine that it's probably, like, scotch or whiskey that he's sprinkling on yeah. them. Um. And Ted and Robin kind of keep fighting, and Ted does make a comment about it's good that she doesn't have kids because she's such an ice princess that any kid that nursed from her would get a brain freeze, which is not, I don't, didn't care for that. It's mean. No. Um, so Marshall goes to his big meeting and thinks that he's left Lily in his office, but Lily goes a wandering and walks down the hallway outside of the conference and starts making like sexual... Yeah, like sexy stuff. And then um, she takes off her clothes and you just see her dangle the lingerie and like drop it. And Marshall like runs out and the guy in on the teleconference, the big boss man goes, did anyone else see the drunk naked chick? <laughs> Which I yeah. thought was so funny. Like, yeah, duh, the glass is like. And he's the only one facing that direction. Yeah, exactly. Marshall, um, which, oh my god. Right? How embarrassed. Oh, I'd be, yeah, I'd be pretty embarrassed. So, back at the bar, um, Ted realizes that Robin stole the baby sock. So, Marshall, so Marshall had called Robin's phone and said, hey, I have Lily, don't worry. And while he had, like, gotten her her purse, he sees the baby sock. And he's yep. like, you might be changing your mind. And she's like, maybe one day I could want kids. Like, when I'm 70, science will catch up. Yeah. <laughs> and I have always thought that if I was in like a different position, both in my career and like I had a house, I would pursue like fostering or adoption. Like I could see that sure. still happening like in the future, but no, not right now. I live with my mommy. Um, so not happening. Yeah. Ted offers his other room to Robin. Um, and then we see back at the office, Marshall, Lily's like, let's go out dancing. Let's go this. And Marshall goes, yeah, you say that. But whenever we get in the cab, you fall asleep and it's like light bulb. And so they get in the cab and sure enough, like it says like three minutes she's later or whatever, out. she's totally knocked out. And you know, that's the joke of like, that's what you do with a baby. And I was that baby oh, yeah. too. You could put me in a car and I was out like a light. It still happens. I fall asleep if I'm not driving all the yep. time. Um, oh my god, if I'm not driving, it's nap time. Yeah. For it's sure. So hard to stay awake. So then we see Ted. Um, he tells Barney that his new friends are losers, and he's like, What are you talking about? And he's like, uh, hello, it's the cheerleader effect. And he's like, No, that's only happens on girls. And so Robin tells him, like, look at those guys one by one. And sure enough, we've got a mullet, and we've got bad teeth, and we've got bad it's skin. It's like a curly-permed mullet, yeah. too. And then we have Marshall, but this time he's bald. He's wearing a uh, Dracula he's cape. Bald. Well, he's, he's balding. Balding. And he has, like, shoulder-length hair. Yeah, really bad. Uh, wearing a vampire cape and sucking on a lollipop, which is super creepy. Everything um, about it is wrong. Yeah. And Robin's like, dude, they're not childless by choice. <laughs> not. No. Like, yeah, no woman is giving them her womb to rent. So they leave and Barney finds a sock and even he's like, oh, sock. 
and it's so cute. Which I think it's adorable. It's so cute. So the next morning, uh, Lily makes chocolate chip pancakes to apologize to Marshall and also bacon. And they're talking about it more. And he finally says, Lily, I want to wait. You know, I want to be more established at my job if I'm going to, you know, take not work as much. And so she agrees and she goes, do you want to go have completely protected sex? And he's like, sure. And she goes, do you want to wait until you finish your bacon? And he goes, you are the perfect woman. (laughs) I love them so much. I know. And to that, I would be like, get the bacon and the syrup and let's go to bed. Like, let's make it a game. Okay. Without the syrup. Well, I mean, just keep the syrup in, in areas that won't cause issues. Um, and the the final scene is Barney at I'm some never, karaoke. You not you're not allowed to have house guests when you when you house it. I would never do that, that at never, your house. Oh my god, you're funny. You never come out of the sheet. <laughs> Just kidding. Um, so the final scene is Barney at karaoke singing "Cats in the Cradle," which is super weird. Well, but it's like this super Probably emotional song. Because he has like daddy issues already. Oh yeah, he do. Um, what's funny is if you were an office fan, you would know that when Jim gets back from his paternity leave after their first baby, in order to fuck with him, Dwight starts singing the cats in the cradle to make Jim like upset about his baby being at home. And it works. Well, maybe paternity leave in the United States should be more than like 12 two. unpaid weeks. Uh, it's probably and not even paternity that. Leave, paternity leave isn't even guaranteed. Yeah, true story. And maternity leave is considered disability. Yes. So fuck all of it. I know, right? It's crazy. This is why it actually is working out that Allison is a freelancer, and I can see that too, because, right. I mean, right. she can still work, but man, it's been it's been a rough week. I've only been up here a yeah. week, and I feel like I've aged, like, yeah. a year. Oh, I um, so, what are your thoughts on this episode overall? Do you like not a Father's I mean, Day? it's funny. It's, I mean, the Barney storyline is funny, which it's supposed to be, and it makes you kind of giggle. Um, but obviously the bigger storyline is Marshall and Lily. I, okay, have we talked about how this show might actually be about Marshall and Lily? No. Yeah. Where where is this something you read on or just something you're thinking? No, it's something that I've been thinking about for a while. Oh. Do do you but, have more thoughts than that? Like Well, I mean, if you think about it, like it's their apartment that Ted also lives in okay. and they are the married couple and they have a consistent storyline and yes they broke up and she moved to San Francisco but then they got back together they have a very very big part of the story of how Ted met Tracy mm. I'm on board so, I like it is it really about Ted yeah yeah good call um just throwing it out there for people I do like this one also for Robin. I mean, I'm not afraid of babies. Like, I don't think they're going to bite me. It's more that I'm just not. You just don't want them. Well, I just don't want the, I mean, sometimes I just don't want the responsibility. Like, it's scary. Sometimes I don't want the responsibility of myself. Or cats. Or. And 
And I've got three of those. Right? I've got two cats that sometimes I want to just punch. Um, are you relaxing now? But I you do still think not a Father's Day is hilarious. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I think it's funny. Do you have a friend of the day? Um, I really don't. Yeah. I'm torn between Robin and Ted, like, okay. as, as a tag team, mm-hmm. because of their Lily thing, and also what they did with Barney, okay. like, trying to set him straight with the bro club or whatever, but then I'm also really into Ross being the friend of the day because of how he treats Phoebe. Okay. But... I also really like that Rachel just went to dinner by herself because and she's being a good friend to herself. Yeah. Yeah. And breaking with herself because she's not really that into it. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. You have to pick one. I mean, Ted and Robin, Ross or Rachel. I think I'm going to go with Ted and Robin. Okay. They can make a really good team. They can because they, they really do um, bounce off of each other very well. Um, let's see here. I really didn't have anyone either. I was kind of leading towards your, um, idea with Ted and Robin. I do appreciate what Ross did, um, you know, for throwing it, (laughs) quotation marks, heavily quotation marked. Um, but I actually think it's, I'm going to give it to Marshall. Okay. Because I think he... I think he takes care of drunk baby Lily, which obviously mm-hmm. they're married, but at the same time, like, King could have gotten really upset with her. He would her. have done that for Robin, or he would have done that for any of them. Right. I agree. So, I think he's a really good friend, I think he's a really good caretaker, and also, I think him admitting to Lily, being like, I want to wait. I'm not ready. Like, this isn't a good time for us to have a baby. I see you and I hear you, but I don't think that that makes him a good friend. I I think that just makes him a good husband. And I think that's what you're gravitating towards. Okay. I'm going to stick with it though. I'm totally fine with it. But I I, I think like it's, it's deeper than friend of the day. For sure. Um, So. So let's see here. I can hear them playing the office in the other room. Joey is so addicted (laughs) to the office. It's playing again. So, next week we will be, ooh, next week is the one with Chandler in a box. I love that episode so much. And then we are also going to, um, for How I Met Your Mother, our episode is, hold on just one second, I always say that I'm going to have IMDb up and ready, and then I don't because I'm looking up a million other things and a million other actors. Oh, next week, How I Met Your Mother is Woo. We're going to meet the Woo girls. Yay! I'm very excited because I may have been a Woo girl in high school. (laughs) I was not a Woo girl in high school, but my 20s. Yes. I was a little wooey. Little wooey. Um, and next week, uh, we will be recording from our homes again. I will be at home, so the sound will be kind of back to normal. Or possibly I will be recording with Kathleen in the same room. We will discuss. Um, so, 
we're happy to be back on our full episode schedule. We yeah. are still going to attempt some movie reviews, etc., etc. We might have. We might a... just do Clueless anyway because we Amen. love it. And also Paul Rudd. I, I'm done like messing around here. I know, right? We don't need to. Let's just review movies that we want to. Who cares if it's the? Was it yesterday the main or cast? today that I saw something that it's the 25th and I'm like release yeah. date of Clueless. Yeah, it's. It, I just saw it pop up and somebody shared it on Facebook and I was very upset too. But was, was like, it today or yesterday? I think it was oh, yesterday. 15, it was yesterday. Yeah, so. Anyway. Clueless is also 25 and I feel real old. And Alicia Silverstone is the mom in the new Babysitter's Club. I know. Isn't that cute? The mom. That's so sweet. Um, so send us your thoughts reviews on this episode or the ones that we'll be covering next time so that we can get them read i know that oh wait oh hold on before i forget because she did send this to me and i have to read them hold on oh no these are for the ones with chandler in a box don't let me forget next week kata has um notes about the one with chandler in a box yeah, I sure won't forget to remind you. <laughs> We're screwed. I'll put it. I'll put a note to myself in my notes. How about that? Good call. Yeah. All right. Well, um, remember you can find us on social media. Twitter is at h y m y h i m y friends pod. Facebook and Instagram, How I Met Your Friends Pod. Email is How I Met Your Friends Pod at gmail.com. We hope everyone is staying safe. Um, healthy mentally healthy during this whole quarantine um if you need someone to talk to you know hit us up on social media we'll have a little chat and hopefully we will get to be in the same room with each other and our families soon someday someday so until then we bid you farewell and yes happy listening happy listening all right bye Bye.